Hello and welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And Laura House and I are back in the studio together again and each week on the show. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how many bodies are surfacing as Lake Mead dries up, thank you to climate change, we will share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed. It's something Laura and I call a tiny victory. That's right. So thanks for joining us for the next 15 minutes or so. We invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. Mm -hmm. You should stop worrying about somebody spending $1,300 on a Gucci umbrella that's not even waterproof. And I'll stop worrying about who owns Dorothy's dress from The Wizard of Oz. And I will stop worrying about why Arizonans hate rich people more than any other states hate rich people and why anyone would collect data on that subject. (laughs) And now let's get tiny. Yes, that's Tiny It Up coming up on the show. We have a hotline call from someone out of Laura's past. Plus, there's some heartwarming, kind of gut-wrenching teacher love from (sighs) Ellen. Yes, but first, this week's episode is sponsored by Dipsy. Mmm, Dipsy. Dipsy is an app that is full of sexy stories. Like, that's why it it's it's as if you checked into a sound spa where everyone there just has one priority, your pleasure. It I, is so good. I love it. I love it. One of the things I love about Dipsy is that it gives you the turn on without, for me, the turn off, which is the visuals. Yeah, having to look at whoever somebody else casts. Yes. So they bring these neat scenarios to life with like immersive soundscapes and characters, mm-hmm. no matter what you're into or turns you on. Oh you God. might even discover stuff that turns you on. Hunks, hookups, off limits, BDSM, <laughs> vacation, whatever, they for people also, who love the movie, I guess. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and also just like soundscapes. And oh my gosh, they have like a like a guest star. There's a guest star happening right now. ER Fightmaster, who I love from Shrill, is like playing Jay, a crush-worthy barista. So check out Dipsy. It's so good. It's such a fun app, and I've got to check out because I've got a crush on your fight master okay now i'm blushing for listeners of the show dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash tiny that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash tiny dipsy stories.com slash tiny okay <laughs> Okay, calming down. Uh, This tiny victory, our first tiny victory we're going to talk about today, comes from Jane in Texas. And it's about Laura House. (laughs) Which embarrasses me, but let's take a listen. Okay. This is Jane Kovacs from Austin, Texas. And I wanted to share my tiny victory. I have reconnected with my college roommate. And you may have heard of her. She um, she starred in this little show called Austin Stories, and she's a comedy writer, and she hosts this podcast called Tiny Victories. Um, she's Laura House, and I'm so glad to be back in touch with her, and I so appreciate the podcast that you guys do. It is like a microdose of positivity in my day. So thank you for what you guys do. And I hope to see you soon, Laura. You're on my calendar. Oh, that is so sweet. 
sweet Laura House. It, it's it's very sweet, and I what I love first I love Jane, and we we ran into each other on Twitter <sighs> the way you might randomly run into someone in like a third town that either like what are you uh-huh. doing in Ohio uh-huh. or whatever uh-huh. like or not that I think Ohio is a town, but like if you run into someone at the mall and it's just someone you've known for it was just like. There was something we crossed paths on, and I was just like Jane, like oh, like it's all. Fun. This yes. was college roommate and roommate right after college, so oh she gosh. was with me for yes. like our little baby steps for a, a, into adulthood, and I just don't think about that time. And I, it was one of those like you could tell even through the the mostly cesspool that is Twitter, it was yes. like it lit up my heart and soul and eyes and was just so amazing to connect. So I'm going to see her in a month or so. And then she was like, by the way, I like your podcast. And I was like, I cannot believe you Aww. even knew that was a thing. So anyway, so that's Jane. I love that. You know, um, one of the reasons I write books is to get to go on book tour and see people <laughs> I went to high school with. But uh, it's so but much it, trouble to go it, to. It, you know, you could just call. I, I could. <laughs> no, nope, could. I'm write a book. I could get do a tour. That. Yeah, it's a long way to go for that. But uh, but it, it's <laughs> it is awfully sweet. And you know, the the thing when you're talking about this sort of third place of connecting and mm. this, uh, I relate to that. So much, you know, when I got this diagnosis of uh, cancer during COVID, I mm. wrote about it in the New York Times, and I heard from everyone who felt me up at my bat mitzvah, which was a <laughs> lot of people. Wow, was, I, was it a booth or something that hey. like was it part of the? <laughs> yeah, well, or like I, I didn't bring a check. I yeah. assume I could just. Do I it. you know it was like that. Those be that group. It was yeah. old camp friends. It's oh. been. It was like just so many people, and it was this outpouring of love in surrounding this totally other kind it's sort of like my version of Ohio <laughs> like right you know what I mean like this other uh, space that I normally am not right. in yeah. right yeah and also internet of like I yes. you know you send out this message and I picked it up and now I'm responding yes. to you and it was it's also been weird though oh, like okay. because you also you know along with the kinds of interactions you get sort of expectations from people it's i mean it's 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 all lovely but it also i'm just going to give you this example so uh, a college boyfriend reached out to me mm-hmm. from the because of this and uh, he lives in in france in the beginning it it sounds like a dipsy story a it little sounds bit, like <laughs> so uh he reaches out for me french, french boyfriend france. and he i'm going to try to do it in his accent uh dear annabelle annabella um i'm so sorry dear you're gonna die uh <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I, but you kept reading <laughs> i did like what uh, you know a little bit of a language barrier and uh not much English uh, was just part of the good thing of the relationship, no, as I, I remember now, because then he goes on to say, but we were in love once, were we? And for a minute, I'm like, oh, oh wow, that's so sweet. And then I remembered and I wrote back, it's nice to hear from you, but wait a minute, <laughs> you cheated on me with my best friend. So I don't wow. know about because like it gets but to he's be like French, a story. So it didn't. Yeah. It, that didn't register to him. Oh yeah, no. Is that, exactly. Oh my gosh, I just said something so Ex- culturally offensive. I'm sure. No, it, that is possibly true. <laughs> um, so it's like okay, well that's a it's a little weird. Sometimes interactions, I'm just saying, on yes. that come into these odd sort of third spaces are 
Huh? Yes, but, it is when you when you get a lot of things back there. I'm I'm truly this kind of jets into another topic, but like I am truly baffled by the things people think they can say right to your face. Like yes. I had uh when my dad was this is a couple years ago. So I'm going to say something sad, so buckle up. But it's like okay. he was go he was at the end. Mm-hmm. And my dad had this great neighbor, such a helpful. She used to mow his lawn, which makes it sound like she was 25. She was like 70 to his 85. <laughs> but she's like, "I'll mow your lawn and I'll and like when he was in hot she actually recommended the hospice that we Aww. used and she would leave food for me and my brother and just to text, "Hey, I left yeah. you something." So I run into her I'm, I'm we're, we're walking the dog. I run into her in front of the house. And she's, how's your dad? How's it going? She said, I just listened to this great podcast. You, I'll send you the link. You might want to play it for your dad because it's about heaven and he's about to be there. And to her, yes. that was good. It's yes. good news if you go to heaven. But a lot of people hear that, such as myself, of like, yes. hey, I'd oh. rather not have this conversation. <laughs> and yes. I was also, I couldn't help but be interested in like, was it like a tour a tour guide, like insider tips, like w- what to avoid, where, where to, what ride to ride first, like if you're going to Disneyland. I was yeah. just like, what? It's well, you know, it is a tiny victory for me when those kind of things come my way. And let me tell you, I get lots of hopes and prayers and oh, positive yeah, vibes but... come, that come my way. And you know, I'm like totally allergic to that. Yeah, yes, you're um, not a fan. And in the for the most part, I feel like it's a tiny victory for me on the days when I can just say thank you. Because oh, yeah. unless it's- Which is, a, a, I do want to add, that is what I said, oh, thanks. And oh, then see, I did not play the Heaven podcast for my father. Though. Right, right. But it is, it is you know, because you know that they mean really well. And yes. maybe I shouldn't have just said, to, I shouldn't have said anything to the boyfriend, but I just had to. No, I just but had that's, to because it was so funny. If it's an but... ex-boyfriend who cheated, you get to say whatever you want. Thank you. <laughs> I well, think it ever, like, blank check to say he, whatever you want forever. called her, me and her the same nickname, which actually is very practical no, it's, speaking. No, it's very smart have to, on like, his distinguish, part, like, you know. I'm not going to worry about which You just one pick a, a dearie, a sweetie, a honey, <laughs> yeah, or some, exactly. I'm sure, like, my little baguette or whatever. Yeah, oh, my Was that also baguette. culturally offensive? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I am ripping on French people today. I'm so sorry. I will I will start my, my apology tweets. Cheese. Also, just circling back to Jane, it mm-hmm. was so... So beautiful, and I won't get into it. It's her business, but I she has had a hard time recently. And uh. I there was something so when you reconnect with someone you loved and all yes. that love is still there. Amazing. That's so sweet. Okay. We are gonna take a quick break so you can hear from another show on the Maximum Fun Network. When we come back, Ellen calls in with some memories of a favorite teacher. Hi, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. And the three of us host The Flop House. It's a podcast where we watch a new bad movie and then we talk about it. Dan, you say it's hosted by the three of us. We've had a lot of great guest co-hosts like Gillian Flynn, Jamel Bowie, John Hodgman, Jessica Williams, Wyatt Cenac, Joe Bob Briggs, Josh Gondelman, Roman Mars. Yeah, and you said new movies. But what about the time we did Meatballs 2? Okay, okay. Yeah, sometimes we do older movies and sometimes we have guests, but mostly it's about us talking about like recent bad movies. And don't forget about the 
ones where I made you do a role-playing game where you played cartoon dogs. All right, yeah. But Shouldn't a promo be a really simple explanation about what our show's about? So what's the show about, Dan? What's it about? <laughs> what's it about? It's about friendship, all right? It's about our friendship and how we love each other. The Flophouse. It's a podcast mostly about bad movies on Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. Okay, we recently had an episode where we asked mm-hmm. listeners to tell us about any of their favorite teachers, and Ellen called into the hotline. We're saying Ellen as if it's degenerous. It's it's a, yes. it's a listener. Yes, so even I, there better. Is a, there is an Ellen <laughs> who just goes by the one name, but we're this is our this is our Ellen. So Ellen called into the hotline, and honestly, we love this call so much that we're playing the whole thing. And I I do just want to say. Buckle up, and um, if this is a double buckle show. Yeah, it's a double buckle, that. and you might want to um, get out the tissues. If you're driving, yeah. this Pull might not. Over. You might want to listen to this later. I yeah. it really affected me. Yes, teacher love, Mr. George Devon, 1964. He was tall and lanky, and every day came to school in a tie and a jacket, looking immaculate with a buzz cut. He looked a little like Scott Carpenter, the astronaut. Every morning we walked into Mr. Devon's class and he had a quote on the board for us to copy as handwriting practice. Looking back now, I realized that wasn't just for handwriting practice. It was his way of introducing us to authors, philosophers, historians, songwriters. And to this day, I still remember some of the quotes that were up there. I wish I still had that book. The highlight of a year in Mr. Devon's class was the spring trip to Williamsburg. That was an overnight trip where we took the train and got to stay in a hotel. Never mind the glass-blowing demonstrations or replicas of how they lived in Williamsburg at the time. What I remember most about that trip was spending the night at the hotel. Mr. Devon sat up all night in the hallway outside our rooms quietly smoking his pipe, cherry-flavored tobacco, which still reminds me of him when I smell it these days. And he'd be sitting there reading and thinking. We felt so protected and safe to know that he was sitting there. I say that with a heavy heart and a breaking heart after what just happened in Texas and in Parkland and in Newtown and on and on. When the school year was over, Mr. Devon wrote us beautiful letters on parchment paper in his perfect handwriting and sealed with his sealing wax. He would share little snippets about his family and his travels and what he was doing over the summer, but mostly he wrote about us. He'd remind us of what we meant to the class, remind us of our unique skills and what we could bring to the world. In all of his letters, he always listened. He never judged but listened. I'm not sure who stopped writing first. It was probably me, but those letters are now neatly tucked away in a box in a closet. They're reminders of simpler times and of the impact that a teacher can have just by simply being there, simply listening. I've never forgotten that through 37 years of teaching on my own. Rest in peace, Mr. Devon, and thank you for making me feel so special. And thank you, Laura, and thank you, Annabelle, for creating this community where we're always listening to one another and making each other feel special. That is so beautiful. 
God. We're both sitting here crying. I have heard that, <laughs> and I still, the reveal that Ellen teaches and what it means for someone to see you and say, hey, here's your skill. You can do great things. And to hear from someone that I carried that through life and literally yeah. with letters. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so beautiful. Just something popped into my mind, which is that um, when my parents died, I inherited my mother's collection of my old papers that I wrote. Oh. And I went through them a couple of years ago, and I saved this one that just kills me because it just reminded me of that, of a teacher who saw me. It was like a fourth-grade essay, and it was about how I wanted to be a teacher just like my teacher. Mm-hmm. And there's a little note. I and it said, like, okay, Annabelle, you don't have to try so hard to please me. <laughs> and I, and because it was like, it was like a little bit like, you know, you're the, you know, you're, yeah, you're the and nice. that note still pertains to everything that I do these days. Like, <laughs> she just got my number. She, like, you know what I mean? Like, she just saw, okay, people, please, okay, this desk girl, desperate to be appreciated. Fourth grade, she saw me. Wow. You know, that's an, it's an amazing thing when a teacher can see you. And, you know, I, I it's really extraordinary. Also in light of what's the latest. It was such a beautiful American reminder tragedy. of teachers yeah. and what yeah. they do. I'm from a, I've mentioned before, I taught. I'm from a lineage yeah. of teachers. My mom, her, her mom, her sister, their daughter. And it, it genuinely made we see family members in a in a new way yeah. of this like the most special thing you can be and you don't always know i think when you're having that effect oh right yeah but no, you no. you know the kind of generosity that a teacher can bring is just extraordinary and really worthy of protecting and i just hope gun laws change in this country and thank you ellen for calling in with that beautiful call and that's this week's show so thank you to ellen and jane for calling in yes and thank you to everyone who calls in we may not be able to share your victory because we're crying right away but we love doing episodes sharing listener victories so please keep them coming you can call the tiny victory hotline at 323-285-1675 and say have you ever wondered about those worries we share at the top of the show Our fantastic producer, Laura Swisher, shares those at stores those on our website. So you can see, like, is there really like a weird thing happening with whatever that we've mentioned? Yes. Yes, there is. And Swisher has found it for us. We have the receipts. We do. Uh, You can also record a tiny victory on the voice memo app of your choice. Email the audio. Our email is tinyvictories at maximumfun.org. And if you have a comment or suggestion about this week's or any week's show, you can tell us about it. Call or email or reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter. Our handle for both platforms is at GetTinyPod. We got an email from Erica Wichello or Wichello. I'm not sure which one, but I love it whichever way it is. In her response to last week's episode about COVID shame and masking, she wrote, Hi, ladies. Yes, some of us are better at masking outside than inside. It's because where we live, the pollen is thick and gross and everywhere, and the government doesn't send enough free tests for allergy season. Why do I live here? <laughs> Erica, where's here? (laughs) And to help us reach new listeners, we'd love if you could help us with a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review if you're so inspired. 
and help us get the word out of the show. Please tell your friends, family, or any teacher that you meet who you think needs a little bit of goodness in their lives. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher. Our editor is Christian Duenas, and he's engineering this session because Swish is still testing positive for the seat. Thanks, Christian. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may victories from your past catch up with you in your present. (laughs) This is a production of Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.